Hello, you're listening to Drawn to the Flame, a sometimes fortnightly, sometimes monthly podcast for fans of Arkham Horror, the card game. I'm your host, Frank, and today I'm joined by... It's me, Peter. Hello, Frank. Hi, Peter. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. For some reason, as I said, it's me, Peter, I... You know, in Bill and Ted, mm. where they, they introduce themselves, they always put one hand on their chest and the other one up, like they're singing. <laughs> yeah. I did that. I don't know why. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's me, Peter. It's me, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. And we've just come off the back of a pretty epic Return to Threads of Fate game that I think lasted longer than either of us expected. It did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we tried to get an early start, but it is, yeah. it's definitely not early in the day now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So we this is a a bit of a rarity for us these days. This is another of our visions of future past episodes where we get to announce a card. And we've not done this for a while, have we? Because we announced a bunch for Innsmouth and then there's been a break. But we're yes. back. Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah. You know what? I've even forgotten whose turn it is to read the card. Well, then I'll allow it to be your turn. Oh, really? Oh, that's very yours, kind of yeah, yeah. What a card as well. It's it's pretty wild. Do we just dive straight in and look at it? Yeah, unless there's anything else you want to say before we do. No, let's do it. Let's do it. There's lots of places people can go to for their spoilers these days, so uh, we won't keep people hanging around. Uh, okay, yeah, nice. so this time we have a rogue card. It is uh, an asset. It is the Priest of Two Faiths. And this is a one-cost asset, and it costs one experience. It has a single agility icon, and it has the ally... Blessed and cursed traited uh, traits. Mm. Blessed and cursed. <laughs> and then it has a uh, reaction. After Priest of Two Faiths enters play, add three blessed tokens to the Chaos Bag. Forced, at the end of the upkeep phase, you must either add one cursed token to the Chaos Bag or discard Priest of Two Faiths. Uh, he uses the ally slot, as you might expect, and he has two health and two sanity. Wowee. <laughs> and I have been assured, though this kind of looks in the style of one of the cards that's based on a, an employee of FFG or a uh, like a competition winner. It's uh, Apparently it's not. It just looks okay. like that kind of style. Good to check. Good to check. Yes. Art by Henning Ludvigsen. It's very cool. Yeah, it'd be great if FFG had their own priest, right? <laughs> just on staff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Priest of two fates. What a funky card. So one cost, one XP, as you said. When it comes into play, you get three bless, which seems very nice. Like one cost for three, three bless is pretty decent. But then you're also getting up to 10 curses if you keep this guy around. Yes. And once you're at 10 curses, obviously he's going to disappear. Yes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you're desperately taking tests just to try and hit curses and keep him around. Here's yeah. a question for you before we get too far in, Frank. What's, mm. th- there's like a mirror behind him, right? Just over his, his shoulder. Over his right shoulder, yeah. Yeah. Is it, sort it of looks like an mirror. eye there, right? Can I you see know. that? It's like a kind of pale, pale yellowy orange mm, oval. I don't know. Looks like Isn't it, it just the back of his stole reflecting? I don't know. Well, that's that's kind of creepy. It could be a flower, maybe, like a black lotus or something. Mm. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean, yeah. Anyway. And his rosary beads are little skulls as well. Yeah, which is yes. also kind of creepy. Pretty yeah. badass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because when I first thought about it, I thought, is it just that he seems like he's a good guy to have around? He blesses you, but actually, he's really unlucky. And <laughs> he just kind of attracts. But actually, I think it's more that he's actively causing trouble. I don't know. Yeah, it seems fairly roguish. Yeah. 
there's so many ways to approach this card. What's the what? How do you feel like we should start thinking about it? I think at, at the basic level, it, it's if we look at uh, hired is it hired muscle? Are they called not hired yeah. goons? Yeah, and, hired muscle and, and treasure hunter. They're both a cheap asset that has that has a decent soak, but also yeah. they both give you a um, a stat boost as well. But but yeah. I think kind of that's maybe a good framework to look at them from. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and maybe the kind of investigator who likes those cards would also like this card. Yeah, yeah. Um, cheap asset, cheap soak. It's very cheap soak. Um, it's yeah. a kind of Malison level of soak. Yeah, uh, and he's not unique either. So you could you could have well two of these two priests packing a, a charisma or something like that. Yeah, the difference he has from those mercenaries is that he has a, a one-off effect. So you actually don't really want to keep him around as much. You just want to keep him for the soak, which I think is important because when you play a treasure hunter or a hired muscle, you might want to keep that intellect boost or that combat boost for more than a turn, at yeah. which point they actually end up costing more. Whereas with the Priest of Two Faiths, potentially you're paying one and an action for three bless. And at that point, I sort of want to compare him to Tempt Fate, which is zero cost and adds three blesses fast, but you also add three curses. Yes. Uh, the other card I think you can look at is Keep Faith, mm-hmm. yeah. which is a two-cost event that adds four chaos tokens, to the, uh, four blessed tokens to the chaos bag. It does add four chaos tokens, but they are specifically yeah. blessed tokens. Yeah, and that's fast that's as well, fast. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we kind of got it's if if you treated this as just a as just a, a, a a vector for blessed tokens into the chaos bag. It's as good as tempt fate, one more, and mm. uses an action, but doesn't add the curse tokens. Compared to keep faith, it's one cheaper, adds one fewer blessed tokens, but uh, isn't fast, obviously. Mm. Yeah. So I mean, that I can see a use for this where you drop them into play and then take a hit from an enemy or something, or, or yep. you know, blast them with some damage. Whatever, however yeah. you want to do that and you've just used them almost as a pseudo event that also does a bit of soaking yeah and that i can see that fitting into say leo anderson yes. where you're playing him for free and no action you're yes. getting three blesses and then deciding do i keep him around and i've i've had real fun with the mercenary style in leo doing exactly that it's like oh this time i'm fighting this turn rather so in comes the hired muscle i fight for a turn and if i've killed all the enemies i then let the hired missile get discarded because the following turn, in comes the treasure hunter and I start investigating, or whatever it is. It is a really fun way of, of playing. And I can see Leo probably getting the most out of this, because obviously it's no action and no resource cost to do that. Yeah. It's also weird to me that this is in Rogue, and it's adding Bless. So I think that's the other thing worth bearing in mind, that if you want to be a Rogue with Bless, you might not be able to run Keep Faith, and, and maybe you want to run this. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a it's a it's a bless card in rogue, which doesn't seem to have too many of the other ones. And in mm-hmm. fact, a, a lot of the the rogue cards seem focused around not worrying too much about bless or curse. <laughs> yeah, or, or being happy to attract curse tokens. Yeah, yeah. What's the name of the card that allows you to seal up a load of curses? Curses, dark ritual. Yes, I think you're right. So you could potentially be running Priest of the Two Faiths, not worrying too much about all the curses that you're accumulating, and then sealing them all up at some point. I mean, that's a two-card combo for a card that's just added you three bless, so it's maybe not that worthwhile. Yeah, and actually Dark Ritual seals five curses as well. Yes, yeah. So you'd wait for a while and then do that. Yeah, although Dark Ritual, of course, would add 
the curses back to the to the deck or to the to the chaos bag at some point. So yeah, that's that's a fool's game. Yeah, there's one other person I thought that could get this guy in without spending the action, which is Dexter. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's nice. And Dexter could then also bid farewell to the Priest of Two Fates fairly swiftly after that, because Dexter obviously likes cheap assets that he can replace. And exactly what you said that this is a pseudo event masquerading as an asset. That's exactly what Dexter likes. Yeah. Like Dexter could run Tempt Fate, but he could also just run Priest of Two Fates and treat it a little bit like Attempt Fate, which I think is is useful and important. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that's a good point. And I think what we're focusing on here is using the bless effect without worrying about the curse effect or finding some way to miss the curse effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you happy to, to move on and we'll talk a bit about people who can maybe use both sides of this card? I hope that's where we're going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, interestingly enough, so, so you mentioned at the beginning of the episode there, Frank, we were playing uh, Return to Threads of Fate earlier. <laughs> and our team there is a weird kind of cursed team, right? Yeah. We've got Jacqueline and we've got Trish. Yeah. With Trish mainly putting bad tokens in the bag. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Jacqueline desperately trying to draw them. Yeah. So the thinking behind it was, we've said a few times on these episodes talking about Bless and Curse, oh, well, we'll have to wait until more cards come out before we can evaluate them and let's plan to do an episode. And we decided behind the scenes that maybe it was worth us actually conducting some research and not just conducting research separately, but doing it together. So we've set off on this endeavor and we decided to divide things up to do a Bless team and a Curse team rather than trying to throw all of the effects into a two-investigator pairing and try and make sense of them like that. So yeah, we, we, we settled on this. Trish, because she can run Deep Knowledge and Faustian Bargain, and also the Rogue and Seeker Covenants both interact with Curse Tokens. And then Jacqueline, because obviously she can draw loads of tokens and she can run a Promise of Power to add more Curses. And then the new Curse Spell Suite, Armageddon, Eye of Chaos, and... Shroud of Shadows is that yeah, the third that's one? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's that's the kind of thesis, right? <laughs> that we add loads of loads of curse. I suppose as well that that Trish can do things testlessly, or also with lock lockpicks can get to such high test values that you'd hope that minus twos don't make too much of a problem as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, and we've got some of the tricks as well, like the recall the future. Yes. Yeah. Things like that, and. What was the card I was about to mention? Oh, and of course, the Blasphemous Covenant. Yes. So yeah, if you don't remember the Blasphemous Covenant, it turns a minus two curse into a plus one, but you keep the curse in the bag, which obviously, if you want curses in the bag for those spells, is a good thing. So it turns the sort of the downside of the Blasphemous Covenant into an upside. Yes. And that has done some serious work, that Blasphemous Covenant. <laughs> yes, it? it has, yeah. Uh, it's so good. And, and yeah, I think we are going to talk m- in more depth about this style of play, right? Mm-hmm. That said, I think this card definitely fits into one of our decks here, right? Yes, yeah. Your deck, specifically. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing as yeah. I can't take it. <laughs> so the, the, the issue that we've encountered a little bit, which is why the Blasphemous Covenant has proved so good, is that you can put in Cursed in Bursts. Cursed in Bursts. Curses yeah. in bursts, is that right? Curses in bursts, yeah. Bursts. Yeah. 
But then you start using up the curses because you're looking, you're fishing for curses. When Jacqueline reveals three tokens and sees a curse, she's often picking the curse because she's using cards that want to hit curses, and that removes them from the bag. So the challenge we have is how many can we keep in the bag to make sure that Jacqueline can hit them reliably, and hitting that sweet spot of maybe four curses in the bag being a nice place to be. Any lower than that, and it's like, oh, it's quite hard to hit them higher than that and you start torpedoing tests so we're sort of trying to get the balance right about how many curses are in the bag and maybe you know priest of the priest of the two faiths could just sit there as your steady curse drip it's basically met sister mary's ability right but on a an asset and for curse instead of bless yeah it just ticks up gently i I guess the other thing to touch on then is I, i can i can almost see a like a mystic style maybe out of someone like Matteo mm. who uses the paradoxical covenant mm. does all sorts yeah. of weird stuff there potentially with priest of the two faiths and uh, olive drawing more tokens uh, and just going all in on this idea that you can auto pass tests yeah yeah it's like with if you can draw if you're drawing multiple tokens in a test your chances of drawing especially once you've got the deck packed with with um, I keep saying the deck, the bag packed with blesses and curses. Mm. Your chances, I think someone did the, the sums and it's something like 60% or something like that if you're drawing three tokens of getting a bless and a curse. Whoa, okay, and, that's and pretty it, good. Yeah, well that, that that's when it's packed. Your chances yeah. of doing it when it's not packed are pretty slim. Yeah. Sorry, your chances of doing it when it's packed without olive are very slim. Yes. Yeah. But obviously in Mateo you've still got the elder sign, the, the, the where you can draw the elder sign and just auto succeed anyway. Yeah. So I don't know whether there's something something in that, some kind of mad combo deck that draws every single token in the pack on every test. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Maybe, maybe. Because we talked about this as well. We were saying, you know, Mateo can take blessed cards, so is he a great home for bless stuff? And of course, when you draw a blessed token and it rolls you into, say, your elder sign, you actually didn't need the plus two from the bless yeah. in that instance because you also succeed. Whereas, of course, if you draw a curse and get a minus two, which means you might be about to fail and then you roll into your elder sign, that's much more satisfying um, because the auto success has got rid, has basically like negated the minus two. Yeah, maybe where Mateo really needs to be at is just filling the chaos bag with tokens. Yeah. But of course, these rolling tokens don't actually give him a greater chance of hitting his elder sign, do they? They just give him another chance. The The actual percentage chance doesn't change, right? No, no, that's right. Until you start adding covenants and things to the mix. Yeah. yeah. Um, and some of those covenants have blessed. Is that right? Yeah. I assume the yeah. Guardian one does. Does yeah. the Survivor one have it? So the Survivor one, Ancient Covenant, is Covenant and Blessed. Paradoxical is covenant blessed and cursed. Yeah, false covenant and blasphemous covenant are, covenant covenant are both cursed. cursed. Yeah, and then and sacred, sacred covenant is blessed. Blessed. So he, he can take some of the, the covenants there, and they start to mess with that mathematics, don't they? Yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> it just hurts my head thinking about because I suppose you say you're at, say eight curses and eight blesses in the bag as Mateo and running paradoxical. You, you know, once you've drawn a curse, there are 17 tokens left that that are further rolling. 
and probably only about 14 or 15 tokens that are normal chaos tokens. So the odds are in your favor that you hit another rolling token. It just might not be the other rolling you need to trigger paradoxical, if you know what I mean. It gets tricky in that way. I suppose anecdotally as well, in our cursed team explorations, we've each had the occasion that we predicted we'd have where you draw multiple curses and they they kill a test for you. We both had that in Return to Doom of Estley where I took a test and drew curse, curse, minus three, and you took a test and drew curse, 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 something. And it just, it shoots your value down so quickly. So having, having... done the dabble curse style and not not thought that was too problematic we've now gone for the heavier curse style and definitely had moments where it's punished us yeah yeah weirdly enough i I said this towards the beginning of our scenario that i thought that you you get bad turns and good turns the good Mm. turns are are, are better than a regular turn there's some like some of the plays we did in that game we just did were were absolutely sick we were like yeah (laughs) you know an action to like clear up two locations of clues and mm. things like this. And then sometimes you just like, you have an absolute stinker of a turn because you draw a couple of curses, mm. not only yeah. because it tanks your test, but then it, it reduces the likelihood of having a great turn later on. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's where the blasphemous government has been so strong. Yes. That those times when you hit a, curse on a test when basically a trish test and it's like okay we'll leave the curse in the bag because Jacqueline really needs that yeah I I tell you what just just to change not 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 quite a tangent but Mm. Matteo could start the campaign Mm, yeah with the paradoxical covenant and two priests sacred covenant and then a priest it's uh, it's limit one covenant per deck oh is it of course yeah yeah oh well that that puts a spanner in the works but the Sacred Covenant, if we read that, that's <laughs> when you perform the Reveal Chaos Token step of a skill test, you can return any number of tokens revealed during that test to the Chaos Bag. Yes. Now, I don't know if you know about this as well, Go on, but MJ me. has actually ruled on this oh, as well. Perfect. Give me, Give me the goss. So step three of the skill test is Reveal Chaos Token. Yes. And step four of the skill test is Resolve the Tokens Effect. So say you draw a minus two, when you resolve its effect, you're just working out what your modified score is. Yeah. But with curse and bless, their resolve effect is draw another token. So what they actually do is they bump you back to step three. So yes, you could do a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you draw a draw a curse, step three. In step four, you get a minus two to your skill and it bumps you back to step three and you reveal another token, which then you resolve. So you do step three, step four. The point at which you can trigger Sacred Covenant, you can do, say, bless, 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 curse, curse, whatever. And then you say, okay, I'm going to keep all of those blesses and I'll exhaust I'll exhaust the Sacred Covenant and keep them in the bag. And I don't need any of those plus twos anymore. So you do, yeah. when we were wondering in that first look about how much you actually got to see, you do basically get to see everything and decide if you really need those plus twos to pass or not. So so in, in this style then, if we're using Olive with, say, Matteo, and we're drawing up yeah. all of the tokens, you know, mm. you've drawn like three blesses, three curses, and then a minus three. Yeah. You can return... Two of the blesses. Two of the blesses and two of the curses? Uh, the Sacred Covenant only cares about bless. Yeah, but of course, at that point, you don't have the Paradoxical Covenant in play as well. Oh, yeah, of course you don't. Yeah, you're just keeping <laughs> but them. If, if you're rolling yeah. around with Sister Mary, who could take the Sacred Covenant, Yeah, and she's, she's adding bless tokens, you've got the priest yeah. down, adding curse tokens to the bag. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
who knows <laughs> yeah. there's so many moving parts yeah there's so many moving parts this is sort of what happened while we were playing as well that i wanted to play a card to add curses but i you've got to fill in like a tax return before you do yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly but i also wanted curses in the bag or whatever it was you know my honest feeling is that it it's it's interesting because it it's the blessing curse have added it's just quite a high skill ceiling, I think. Yeah. I think there's a lot to think about. The the risk is, of course, that there's just too many modifiers to, to make an easy... Like, quite a few times, I'd just be like, well, my gut feeling is that this is probably slightly better. And I'll just yeah. do it. Because I don't want to spend another five minutes thinking about this turn before I draw a token. Yeah. But I do think that there's real scope for lots of interesting decisions about which way you exactly go when you use mm. the covenants. And it's not something I thought I would be in the position of thinking, even when we were looking at those covenants um, yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Well, even when we looked at the covenants, we thought about them in a fairly... You suggested that there's that fairly binary way that you look at them. Yeah. Either you either you need them or you don't. And actually, the, the item that we were maybe discounting about that is what the team is doing with Bless and Curse. Yes. So, you know, in Trish, I could have also taken False Covenant where you exhaust it to cancel a curse and you just get to draw again but obviously we want to keep curses in the bag so the blasphemous covenant is stronger for what we're doing but there's probably been occasions when false covenant would have been a lot nicer yeah. you know that would have saved saved us the test or two no no absolutely yeah and i think the other thing that's interesting is is it allows a higher level of collaboration between the players as they're playing yes so so yeah. you know typically when you're with your team and you're doing deck building you're like well what how does mine look and Someone's like, oh, well, I, I might put this in, but yeah, that looks yeah. fine. Now it's like, okay, what are you putting in and how does that affect the cards I've put into my deck in a much more mm. kind of direct fashion? You know, it's not mm. like, oh, they haven't mm. got any clue clue finding cards, so I'll put in some of my deck. It's like, right, yeah. well, they're doing this with a chaos bag. You know, I can work out what the odds are. You know, I know Frank's going to be adding, say, four or five tokens over the course of the game. That means I know I what my odds are with this card and stuff. Mm. I think it's 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 clever. I think that's also actually, incidentally, I suppose, Faustian Bargain and Deep Knowledge, because they give you resources or draw cards respectively among investigators at your location, there's that similar element of sort of teamwork to them. Yeah. yeah. You know, when we play Faustian Bargain, it's how many resources do you need? Okay, if you take two yeah. and I take three, blah, blah, blah. And you need to be at the same location to use the Covenants. And we need to be at the same location, exactly. So we're, we're sort of trying to stick together and work together and yeah it's yeah. encouraging all of that play and actually the, f- the funny thing is as well that that Jacqueline you can use my ability as well or, or rather yeah. I can use my ability on you so I've got the blasphemous covenant that you're hoping to use you've got your ability that I might be hoping to use We're, there's quite a lot of interplay in that team it's it's almost like we have to talk to each other I know, I know. I hate yeah. it. so so let's bring this back to priest of two faith then mm. what, what do we think on him based on everything you said <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think like with so much of the Bless and Curse cards, it needs to be a part of what your decks are doing for the Priest of the Toothfates to be really worthwhile. If you're thinking of spending an XP and an action to get three Blesses and then discard the Priest, I think that's a bit of a blind alley to be going down. So I think it's got, this is a card that you use as part of that machine, a part of that engine around Bless and Curse. And, and I think as part of that machine, He's he's very good. He's a bit like when I reviewed Temp Fate, I think I said something along the lines of like, it's got all the classic hallmarks of a, of a really good utility card. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's it's 
free to play and it's fast and it draws you a card. Yeah. So it's it's like it's if if you want to play with either bless or curse, it feels like almost a no brainer to stick that in your deck. Yeah. And in a similar way, I think Priest of Two Faiths, if you want to to drip curse tokens into the chaos bag. I think he's a fantastic choice. And we said, you know, when we looked at Sister Mary, she effectively does this for blessed tokens, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. She, she has the exact same ability. End of upkeep, she adds a bless. Yeah, yeah. And, and we said, if you want to play with the blessed cards, Sister Mary is, is a no-brainer. She, mm. she, she's so good at adding blessed tokens. If yeah. you want to build a blessed deck, you know, it's, it's very easy to pick her. This mm-hmm. guy, if you're building a curse deck, I think it's very easy to pick him. Yes, yeah. I'm really enjoying this with two Mythos packs into Innsmouth and starting to reach this idea of we started at curses probably bad and are used as costs and blesses probably good. And then something like Priest of the Two Fates and the Cursed Spell Suite comes out and it's like, oh, curses sort of bad? And it's very hard to quantify. Like, are curses bad if curses are giving you all of these extra effects on your card? Maybe not. Mm-hmm. They're just negative modifiers that also have positive effects. And that's where that gets tricky. And there's also, like, for Priest of the Two Faiths, there's a, that additional bit of um, skill ceiling to the Priest that you can work out how many curses you want to get out of the Priest and keep it around yes. for that amount. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. potentially you could play the Priest for three Bless and one Curse or decide, no, 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 we need we need four Curses out of this guy. Because so you can make that around. decision every turn. You can say, yeah. right, we've got enough yeah. now. I'm just going to kill him. Yeah, kill him somehow, play over him, all of that kind of thing. And he's and he's cheap and he's soap as well. I think he's 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 just an all-round solid card. Mm-hmm. There's one other card I want to include when we think about Priest of the Two Fates. And this is a card that has been announced and is coming up in not the next pack, but the pack after that horror in high gear. And that is another rogue card. It's another rogue ally, Tristan Botley. And this is a five-cost ally for two XP. And he gives you two stat boosts every turn, which you can change, which is anyway kind of crazy. But also, he, if you reveal a total of three or more curse or bless tokens during a test, you get to play him for free. That's really good. <laughs> and of course, that means you're stuffing the bag to try and hit that point. Yeah. But, I mean, in our game, we that we just did, we did that on several occasions, right? Yeah, yeah. And if the Priest of the Two Fates comes into play, at the end of one turn, you already have four of the Bless and Curse tokens in play. Yeah. And potentially by the end of three turns later, you have six, although you're taking tests and removing them. But if you combine someone like Tristan with the Priest and with... Deep Knowledge, Faustian Bargain, Temp Fate, Promise of Power, all these cards we're running that are adding the tokens. We have, I mean, our Chaos Bag is 15 Chaos Tokens, and it's gone up to 25, right? Yeah, it has gone up to 25, because we've ended up with 7 Curse and 3 Bless in the bag at yeah. one point. So the the like, the like fluctuation in size of the bag is pretty significant. So yeah, maybe you're running a Charisma, Priest of the Two Fates, plus Tristan <laughs> thing. Yeah, maybe you're playing when you play Tristan. You're using that to get rid of the priest. You know, I think we've. Anyway, there's a lot to yeah. think about there. I think <laughs> loads to think about. What's your final thought on the priest? I think he's good. I'm interested to see some people playing with him. I'm in- really inter- interested to see him in play in our game because mm. I think that ability to control the the flow of the cursed tokens is really good. Mm. Based on how we we've, we've been playing. There's been times where it's been the curse tokens have got low and it'd be really good to have some more in there. 
Mm-hmm. And in a way, the blessed tokens don't make any difference because you just burn through those to get to the curses. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think he's good soak for your character who seems to keep on yeah. getting beaten up. I think that the other like point here is that this is cursed drip rather than cursed burst. Yeah, which might might become important. Burst, you know. I can <laughs> I can burst curse into the bag for you, but if I've not got those cards, you're going uh, some curses, please. S- something like the priest just gently keeps them coming in. So yeah, so that is the priest of the two faiths coming up in Devil Reef, the next Mythos pack. But don't go away yet because we've also uh, got a small competition that we're taking part in. Yes. So as people might remember from the past two years, I think now. Mm. Vase at the Twisted Tentacle Inn has been just the most generous guy in existence and has been sending out prizes to everyone who takes part in Blackest Friday competitions. So we're, he's, he's invited us to join yet again and we couldn't be more happy to do it. What we're going to do is announce a little competition. So this year, what uh, he's giving away is a copy of the, the Gloria Goldberg novel, Dark Revelations. Mm. Uh, a copy of the Innsmouth Conspiracy Deluxe Expansion. Oh, I've heard that one's good. It is. And the Into Deep Mythos Pack. Oh. Also very good. So that's that's a fantastic prize pool. Yeah. The way you enter... So so the competition for us, there'll be competitions with quite a few other content producers, I imagine. But for mm-hmm. us, what you want, we want you to do is... Oh, what should we call this? We need a name for this, this style of competition. Arkham Chaos... Mm. <laughs> Arkham inversions, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Investigator chaos. <laughs> uh, and this is something I've done in other LCGs in the past, and it's quite good fun. Uh, what I want you to do is pick a pair of investigators, and you're going to swap the front and the backs with those two investigators. Mm-hmm. And you're going to send us which pair you want to do this with, and a reason why you think that's a good swap. As an example, what you could do is pick, say, Daisy and Skids from the corset. Mm hmm. And that means Daisy takes, Daisy can build a deck which has level 0 to 5 rogue cards, level 0 to 2 <laughs> guardian cards, it has on the lamb and hospital hospital debts in it, right? So she's still got her stat line, her extra tome action. That's right, for all those ro- rogue tomes. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and then, okay, nice, And then nice. Skids can obviously, he'll keep his ability, but he can pick uh, Seeker cards, level 0 to 5, and... Mystic, Mystic cards, cards two, two. and for and his two willpower, he'll get Daisy's tote bag. <laughs> oh, sweet. Okay, wow. So you're just switching two around and yes. seeing what kind of horrific creation comes out. Of the exactly. Game. Yeah, and I'm not suggesting that you do this because I'm sure it would lead to a horrendous, unbalanced experience playing the game. Yeah, and I'm sure out there there must be some totally broken combinations of 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 Tons cards of you can include or signature cards with other investigators uh, abilities uh, and that's mm-hmm. what we want you to do so you want to send us the, we want you to send us the two investigators you want to swap and why you want to swap them mm-hmm. nice okay and we'll enter people into a prize pool we'll pick our favorites and the winner will get the gloria goldberg novel and a copy of the Innsmouth deluxe and a copy of the into deep mythos pack and that's all courtesy of uh, vase at the twisted technical inn so what a hero i know what an absolute legend and what we'll do is we'll link to to the the content or where you can find their content uh, in the episode description as well when you send in your email send it into drawn to the flame podcast at gmail.com and please as the subject line can you put in blackest friday 
because it's for Black Friday that we're doing this celebration. So subject line, Blackest Friday for your entries, please. It'll make it easier for us to search. Yes. Sort out. Yeah. I can't yeah. guarantee we'll find your entry if you don't put that in the in the subject line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll need you to get your entries in by the 13th of December for that. Great. 13th of December. Great. Well, I think that's everything for today. Yeah. It's been a been a fun episode. It's been a been a long day, Frank. Yeah, it's been a long day. Yeah, four hours and counting, whatever it is. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thanks very much for listening. Drawn to the flame podcast at gmail.com. We're drawn to the flame in all the usual places. Peter, how can people get in touch with you? I am United everywhere. That's U N I T L E D. I'm on Twitter and Discord and Steam and, and Instagram as the United. So please say hello. How about you, Frank? I'm F B or F E B or Zooey Glass or Zozo around the place also say hello. Thanks very much for listening. Thank you.